0: Hey, I'm Zanzi, and welcome to Farmers Inside Track, episode 161. I'm your host, Dornumdu. With more than 20 years of experience in the agricultural sector, Leona Archery has a wealth of knowledge on this progressive industry. In today's episode, we find out how exactly her heart beats to develop it holistically as the CEO of the Agricultural Development Agency. Leona, as I said across from you... I feel your energy. I feel the passion that you have for the agricultural space, but you're not just Leona Archery, the CEO of the Agricultural Development Agency. Tell us about you. Tell us about where your love for the sector started. Well, it's
1: actually quite an unusual story. Uh, When I finished university, I actually worked in government at the time, but it had nothing to do with agriculture because I studied towards a BCOM and ended up working in the Department of Education at the time. It wasn't a place that I felt comfortable. It wasn't giving me the energy that I wanted. So I started to apply for different jobs everywhere. And I applied for a job in Nelsprate, which was in land reform. And believe me, at that time, Dawn, I didn't even know where Nelsprate really was. (laughs) I needed to find something else to do because I didn't feel quite satisfied with what I was doing. So I went up, got the interview, got the job. And that started my whole life in land reform, rural development and agriculture. And I've never looked back because I started off working at the time when we were still developing legislation for land reform. I was part of the team that worked also on the labour tenant legislation and a whole lot. From then, many others. And that was my first place. I first started working with labour tenants in Mpumalanga. In those days, in 1997, 1998, it was difficult times. There was still a lot of mindset that had to be changed. And yeah, it was difficult days. But I got to appreciate the needs and the things that were happening with people who lived and worked on farms. And I just had this passion to want to change their lives for the better, to support them in finding ways to live better lives. And then I realized also that you're going to have to work with the current commercial farming sector at the time if you want to make this work. And you've got to make both parties come to a compromise situation at that time, but also understand what you needed from each other in order to live because you lived on the same farm. We went through a very difficult journey, but that was what instilled for me the love of land reform and agriculture and rural development. From then, it just grew. I ended up working for many years in Mpumalanga with many programs of land reform, proactive land acquisition and many things. Ended up as a director in the province and then headed the province for land reform. 2009, I came up to do rural development when it was given as a mandate for government to set up a brand new department. And I was asked to establish and set up rural development from scratch. And then just continued from there.
0: Looking back at this, you now see it in today's time compared to where you started. How much of the work that you put in implementing it, have you actually seen come to fruition? And how much further do we still need to go?
1: I think a lot of things have come into fruition. I think there were a lot of good people who worked at the beginning and developed policies and programs that had to be implemented. Definitely, there were failures along the way. You were developing policies from scratch. You didn't really have anything that guided you. And remember, it was a new generation of people who had to think now, we are now part of a new democratic government. You have to create policy that actually lifts up the communities that you're going to work with, etc., allows for the very difficult and up to today, the very emotional issue of land to be dealt with. But I think a lot has been done. A lot of land has been transferred. And I think still much to be done, obviously, because even though land transfers happen, I don't think we really got to the point of breaking that thing of how do you make sure the land you transfer is developed. And I think it's still a problem today. We're still struggling with that. We have so many millions of hectares transferred, but not everything is in production. And how do you do that? And I think some of the things we've been looking at over the last few years is to say, perhaps not everyone wanted land to farm. Perhaps people needed land just to reside. And how do you just separate those two needs of people? Because land is critical. I mean, it's really a hard thing. And it's such a connected thing that people came from the land and they want to have that land back. And that's correct. We, people should. But I think you separate it in a way that still allows people to gain an economic benefit. And maybe they don't want to reside in a particular area. Some may want to go back, but others may want to stay where they are. So we need to figure those things out. And I think that's the process that's happening right now. I think over the past few years, with the land reform panel and the work they've done, also good work, I think they've begun to understand that it's the development side that needs a lot more focus. The development side of that land that needs to be taken care of and the resources to do that because you can buy land for a million rand, but to develop it will cost you five million rand. So it's those kinds of things, I think, that you have to look at. But I think for me, the space, the transformation that has been happening and the change in how people connect and begin to use land much more commercially, especially the new black farmers, whether you restituted claimants or redistributed communities, you are using it better. I'm still proud to say a lot of the projects that we put down in Mpumalanga still stand today. And some of them we're helping now even, you know, to move to expansion level. So that gives you a good feeling when you can see things that you've done beginning to come to fruition.
0: No, definitely. I think just on a more personal note, how did you balance work, life, your family, being in this very contentious space, I guess, in the beginning and being able to manage all of that?
1: No, I think it definitely is a contentious space. It was very difficult. I think with young kids, the time and the energy and the effort you have to put into being in the sector, you really have to figure a way of balancing it. Not always easy, I must say. When I'd come up to Pretoria and start a new program for Scratch, that's for the whole country. You're setting up rural development policy, programs, setting up your whole infrastructure for the whole country. It's not easy. You're traveling a lot because at one point I was responsible for rural infrastructure in the whole country. And you're spending so much time away. I was very lucky to have a very understanding partner and spouse who took care of everything else for me so that I could actually put all my energy and I think it was difficult for me because I'm the kind of person that wants to give 100% to what I'm doing. But by God's grace and ability and my family's support, I was able to do that.
0: Tell us more about your family.
1: I have two sons. My husband, unfortunately, passed away 2012 after a short illness. Like I said, only by God's grace do you continue and do what you need to do. So I have two sons. One is in the medical field at the moment. The other one is in law. So happy that they're doing something. None of them are doing agriculture. <laughs>
0: Does that <bother> me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, more and more now they are seeing, especially after I left government, because when I was in government, I always had this thing. Yes, I will be involved in agriculture, but I'm not going to own a farm or anything for all the complications that it would come with. <laughs> but now that I'm out of government, I'm more leaning towards that side, more getting involved in the practical side. They also see the benefit. And yeah, hopefully... In the near future, we'll be into some kind of farming opportunity as well.
0: Do you think that your work in government really helped you to kind of develop what you do now at Agda?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think what Agda is trying to do is build a bridge between government and private sector. Agda is trying to integrate government and private sector. And when you sit on the other side, you try to figure, oh, why do people on the other side not understand what we want to do as government? Now, when I'm sitting on this side, I realize, but private sector asks the same questions. When I first left government, I went into Big in Africa, and that also gave me an opportunity to understand and get additional insight from a private sector perspective. So now I sit in a position where I actually can understand both worlds, and you begin to say, okay, here's a gap, and here's how we can fill it. Here's a need, and here's a value proposition that could work. And for me, I think that is a skill that actually should help Agda in bringing some of these things together, yeah.
0: As we wrap up, where do you see yourself growing to within the next five years?
1: My one vision is really to push Agda to become a key player and one that really supports the growth of new farmers. So mm-hmm. our intention is over the next five years to at least work towards above the 2000 mark in terms of new entrants into the space. But more than that, I think we want to see people in the value chain. So I want to see people not just on production, I want to see people in processing and every other area. And we have been putting together initiatives that are going to get into that space. And at a personal level, I'm hoping that I also will be directly into farming uh, very, very soon. Yes. So you could visit my
0: farmer. <laughs> are you going to be one of those two-toned khaki shorts farmers? Uh, yes, well, uh, <laughs> we'll have to see, but
1: <laughs> definitely. Uh, hoping to be there soon yeah
0: thank you so much once again for joining us here on farmers inside track that is of course leona archery the ceo of the agricultural development agency from me Dor numdu our producer megan van Der and the rest of the food from zanzi team have an absolutely amazing week bye for now
1: life in south africa can be a lot i mean scroll through twitter for minutes and tell me i'm wrong